It was many years ago when Shailen himself encountered a venerable of empty words. That time, he had just finished constructing a small hut by his own handiwork. He was just standing there, admiring his new abode, when suddenly a tiny voice came from one of the corners. This dwelling of yours will collapse in two months, the voice said. So what did you do? Shi Jingxuan asked. Nothing, Xielin replied. I said, two months? If it's still standing in seven days, then it'd be a miracle. Hua Chang's lips curved slightly, but immediately that smile faded away. The venerable of empty words hid in the shadows, waiting to suck Xielin's fear, frustration, insecurity, and other such negative emotions. However, it sucked nothing but empty air, even when Shilian had finished cleaning up and fell asleep in his new house, it still hadn't managed to suck anything. Although Shilian never saw its form, he could still sense that it was probably quite angry. Not a few days later, lightning struck down and the entire hut was scorched. That venerable of empty words was pleased. It was probably thinking that scorched was no different than collapsed, so its curse was technically fulfilled. Shailian must be afraid now. Yet, that didn't happen. It still didn't manage to suck anything that could fill its stomach. Disgruntled, it thus followed after Shailian and waited for the next joyous occasion to come. Who knew that this wait turned into over half a year? In that half a year, Shailian had not one joyous occasion. If this was anyone else, they would have given up already. However, creatures known as the venerable of empty words have a unique trait, and that was obstinance. If they should spot prey, they would be relentless in their pursuit, and so it starved pathetically for half a year. Finally, an opportunity came to pass. One day, Shailian managed to collect a large bundle of junk and made a small fortune. The venerable of empty words was overjoyed. Having waited this long, it immediately used all the tricks it had. Stream after stream of curses erupted. It said that after Shailian struck it rich, he would waste his fortune on drinks and gambling, then fall sick with long strings of debt, and so on. Shailian counted his money and listened with indulgent amusement. After, he still only tidied up and went to bed. And that venerable of empty words still sucked nothing. That night, Shailian's pile of junk caught on fire. After the fire was put out, an ashen-faced Shailian sighed. He said to the venerable of empty words, What a shame, it's all burnt. Not a single scrap left. I hadn't even gotten to experience that lifetime of riches or any of those other drunken dreams you spoke of. I think the things you say are quite interesting. So how about you tell me more? This happened several times. Toward the end, Shailen would actually ask it before it even spoke. Do you have anything to say? Do you want to say something? Until that venerable of empty words 
couldn't take it any more, and fled. To venerables of empty words, a god of misfortune like Shillian was extremely unfavorable. Either he'd have no happy occasions and it'd wait for nothing, or he'd already gotten used to all the bad luck and suffered neither fear nor anxiety. His luck was so bad, it was outside the imagination of that venerable of empty words. So Shillian felt nothing of its curses and even treated them like well-wishers or daydreams. In any case, after that, Shelian never ran into any venerable of empty words again. He suspected that maybe after having fled, that venerable of empty words went back to its people and rudely publicized how awful Shelian was. Listening up to this point, Shi Ching Xuan didn't manage to hold it in and snorted out a laugh. Is it really funny? Hua Chang said quietly. Shi Ching Xuan knew it was inappropriate and instantly schooled his expression. He apologized with a serious tone. Sorry, your highness. Shilian laughed. Don't worry, he said. I think it's pretty amusing, too. He concluded, the venerable of empty words sucks power from fear in people's hearts. With this power, it manipulates its predictions to come true. Then it makes a new prediction. The cycle continues until the person is thoroughly broken and their heart is destroyed. So, the more unsteady the heart, the worse it gets. The more one has, the more one fears loss. After a pause, he suggested, Did my Lord Windmaster receive a prayer of this sort from a worshipper who is asking for help? You're the god of wind. Something like this isn't under your jurisdiction. If you receive this prayer, you can very well pass it on to a martial god. However, Shi Qingxuan replied, It's not a worshipper who ran into it. It was me. Now, Shilin was even more bewildered. You ran into one yourself? He asked. Venerables of empty words usually don't dare to mess with heavenly officials. Even if they messed with you, as an esteemed heavenly official, there's nothing to be afraid of. Shi Qingxuan sighed and said, If I had run into it after my ascension, then of course there would be nothing to worry about. But it's a long story. This was many hundreds of years ago, when the wind and water masters were still mortals. They were born and raised in an affluent and prosperous merchant household. Shi Qingxuan was the second son, and when he was born, the entire family rejoiced. They gave the second son the baby name Xuan, and they widely distributed porridge and such fare to feed the hungry in order to build merits through acts of compassion. At the time, there was a fortune teller who ate the porridge and saw the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes. He asked for the birth details and said thus, since I've taken a meal from your household, I will say this. The son of yours might have a good life, but it's hard to tell you the whole story. Just know that if you want to save him, he must be kept low profile. Don't raise him to be the boisterous, flaunting kid. Don't give him the chance to shine. Remember 
to build fortune in muffled quiet. This will ensure he lives a life of peace. Be sure never to host any feasts for him, or it'll bring something bad. Those were not pleasant words, and very much like something a venerable of empty words might say. The Sher family was a merchant household, and all of the qualities he described were especially valuable to them. The fortune teller was shooed away immediately, and his words were not taken seriously. A few days later, a feast was held in Shiching Shan's honor. The lanterns shone and the banners flew, drums roared and gongs sounded. At the feast, the guests were at the height of hollering their congratulations, singing songs of praise to the second young master of the Shu family, wrapped in swaddling clothes. But then, a sing-song voice suddenly rang out from the ground. Wretched beginning, wretched end. That voice really did come from the floor, but it overtook the voices of everyone present. All became dumbfounded with shock. The feast ended with apprehension thick in the air. That very night, the baby Shi Qingxuan became hot with fever, crying non-stop even dry heaving at times. The heat refused to go down, no matter what was done, and the entire family was terrified. The Shu family remembered that not long ago, there was a fortune teller who spoke strange words and was kicked out. They hastily searched all over and invited him back. That fortune teller said, I told you to keep a low profile, but you wouldn't listen. Now that the child has caught the eye, of the reverend, his entire life will be filled with misfortune. This bout of fever is nothing. It will go away on its own. But this, this is nothing more than a greeting gift. Of course, he was talking about a venerable of empty words. But this wasn't a typical venerable of empty words that could be chased away so easily. It was one that was extremely old in years, one that was strongest in cultivation. How strong? Even without joyous occasions, it could still mourn. Thus, it was called the Reverend of Empty Words. This reverend was the very embodiment of the phrase, the shop that can close for three years, but eats for three years once it opens. Its eyes were sharp and malicious, the prey it clung to were never any less than characters whose lives were destined for greatness, wave-makers and legends. Some managed to win against it, but they would still have to devote their entire lives to the battle, providing it with significant portions of food as they struggled. Some were defeated thoroughly and became a source of its power. Having hoarded power for close to a thousand years, its foundation was deep and thick. After having rested for over a hundred years, it was time to stretch its legs. When it opened its mouth to feed, it was eager to take a large bite. Coincidentally, Shi Qingxuan had just been born and was exactly to its taste. Thus, he was targeted by the reverend. Although the tiny baby couldn't understand its predictions, even if he heard them. There would come a day 
when he could understand, and there would come a day when he would know fear. Once this fear was planted in the boy's childhood, it would burrow deep, unable to be uprooted. Fortunately, monsters like these didn't have much in the way of brains, and the way they thought was bizarre, quite abnormal. Thus, the fortune teller thought of a way to trick it. Have the Shu family send Shu Ching Shuan away and pretend that he was given to another family. Then, change the appearance of the son to that of a female baby before bringing him back. Have the family claim that the female baby was a kept daughter and have the whole Shu family call the little young master little lady and raise him as a girl. As long as the reverend of empty words could not find the male baby it had targeted. After time passed, it surely wouldn't be able to remember who it had picked. Thus, Shi Qingxuan matured to ten years of age in peace. Within those ten years, the once wealthy merchant household had gradually declined. The parents of the two masters passed away. Internal conflicts raged in the family, fighting over inheritance. Shawudu was tired of it all, so the year he turned 16, he left home, taking with him the little Shuqingxuan, who was younger by many years. The brothers depended on each other to survive. Shawudu was the first to enter the mountains to cultivate under a master, and settled his little brother in a town at the foot of the mountain. Every day he'd cultivate and train till late, not descending the mountain until deep into the night. There was nothing to eat in the mountain, and he could only eat at home. One evening, sparring with another, Shawudu lost track of time. Shuqingxuan waited for a long time, and still his brother hadn't come home. Worried that Shawudu would be hungry, Shuqingxuan decided to deliver the food the mountain. Shi Qingxuan was still a child at the time and didn't know how to hike the mountain paths. The night was dark and after having walked a long time with the food box, he suddenly needed to relieve himself. Anxiously, he pulled up his skirt at the side of the road. Just then, a black shadow approached from the far end of the mountain road, asking, Is it Xuanar? Up ahead, hearing someone call his baby name, Shi Qingxuan thought that his brother had sent someone to come find him. He hurriedly dropped his skirt again, acknowledging the call. It's me, he said. That foreign voice asked again if his birth was such a year, such a month, such a day, and such a time. Shi Qingxuan was puzzled. Firstly, why the sudden request for his birth information? And secondly, that person had it all correct. So he acknowledged again. That's right. How did you know? Who are you? Do you know my brother? That voice didn't answer, but in the end it said, Come over here and let me see your face properly. That was the tone of a command. At this point, Shi Qingxuan finally noticed that something was amiss. He hugged the food box and dashed away. 
As he ran, he could hear whirls of the wild winds behind him, laughing like crazy. That thing was chasing him and was close behind. It shouted, You're going to fall right now. Shi Qingxuan was thoroughly horrified, and when it did fall, he tripped and fell, breaking the food box. Rice spilled all over the ground. Just as that creature was about to pounce, Shawudu arrived. Seeing that someone had come, the reverend of empty words disappeared out of sight. Shawudu hugged his little brother, whose face was covered in blood and rice from the fall. Both of them shocked and terrified. It had found him. After having hidden for so many years, the reverend of empty words finally had its first taste of sweetness. From then on, it would appear regularly, each time more mysterious than the last. The cultivation of that creature was too strong. The Shu family fortune was already depleted, and the cultivators that Shivudu managed to hire could do nothing to it. He didn't have the power to throw out a million merits to have his voice heard directly by the heavens. Although that creature never demanded Shi Qingxuan's life, still, the two brothers knew that it was only biding its time, waiting to butcher only when the prey was fat. Right now, it was only slapping his face gently, reminding him to fear it. But there would be one day when the slap would hurt. This was like a hunter who wouldn't kill its prey with just one arrow. It had to brush many against it, thoroughly terrifying the target, feeding off of its terror. This was nothing more than death by a thousand cuts. Fortunately, a turning point finally came. After many years of aggressive training, Shawudu ascended. The moment he ascended, he immediately brought Shi Qingxuan to the middle court, aggressively throwing rare treasures and divine riches all over him. A few years later, Shi Qingxuan also successfully ascended. The reverend of empty words thus quieted and disappeared. Shi Qingxuan naturally believed that it had finally given up and backed off, knowing when it had been beaten. Yet, it seemed he was too optimistic. A few days ago, he invited a bunch of friends to drink. As he was inebriated, he suddenly heard a malicious voice in his ear. You will never be able to see your brother again. That voice was exceedingly familiar. Between his tenth year and before his ascension, he would hear that voice at least once or twice every year. His fear of that voice was sunk deeply into his bones. And this was like an explosive had detonated next to his ear. Shi Qingxuan sobered up instantly. He rushed to Pei Ming's domain in terror, relaxing only when he personally saw that Shi Wudu was well and hanging out with Ling Wen and Pei Ming. Afterward, he wondered if that voice was simply his own delusion. After all, that creature had planted a deep shadow in his heart when he was young. However, after some thought, he was still worried, so he dragged Ming Yi over to find Shilian to ask for his assistance. He hadn't expected to bump into Hua Chang at Puchi Shrine. Truly, 
the road is narrow for enemies. After hearing the story, Shilin commented. So the one Lord Windmaster met and the one I met were on completely different levels. After some thought, he turned to Hua Chang. Sun Lung, he asked, have you ever seen that reverend of empty words before? Hua Chang was toying with a pair of chopsticks in his hand and replied, Hmm? I've never seen it personally, but I know someone who has. Although Shilian was curious as to who the someone he knew was, he didn't ask about it. He only said, Just how strong is its cultivation? Is it really that powerful? Hua Chang tossed the chopsticks and replied lazily, It's very strong. Hearing this, both Shi Qingxuan and Ming Yi's expressions grew solemn. Hua Chang added, It's not like a regular little minion. It's definitely difficult to deal with. Although he said difficult to deal with, still his expression remained neutral, like he was only saying it out of courtesy. However, to receive such a comment from Hua Chang, it was definitely something. Shilian said, Lord Windmaster, this problem doesn't seem like a trifling matter. Why not tell Lord Watermaster? Shi Qingxuan waved his hand. No, no, he said. You have to know, my brother is about to undergo another heavenly calamity. If he should go fight that reverend of empty words during this time, what if he loses focus? I have to keep this a secret. No one must know. I didn't tell a single official who has a good relationship with my brother. A heavenly official didn't just go through a heavenly calamity once. The more calamities they passed, the greater their divine state, the more unshakable their status, and the stronger their spiritual powers. Shavudu was a heavenly official who had passed two calamities already, and Shilian had heard in the leisurely chats in the spiritual communication array that he was waiting for the third one. It definitely wouldn't be favourable should he lose focus. After all, if one failed to pass a calamity, then their divinity would be lost. Mm-hmm.